Chapter 3 How he changed the winds by prayer and brought the raft which had been carried away safe to land. From this time the boy was wholly given to the Lord, and, as he was afterwards wont to testify to his friends, often prayed to the Lord when surrounded by difficulties and was counted worthy to be defended by angelic assistance. And moreover, because he prayed with kindly piety for others who were placed in danger, he was heard by him who is wont to hear the cry of the poor and to deliver him out of all his troubles. Now, there is a monastery not far from the mouth of the time on the south side, filled with a noble company in those days of men, but now changed like all else by time of virgins who serve Christ. Now, once these same servants of Christ were bringing forth a fire in raft along the bosom of the river, wood suitable for the use of the monastery, they had already in their course reached a point opposite the same monastery and were attempting to bring their rafts to land, when lo, a sudden storm of wind arising from the west dragged their rafts away and began to carry them off towards the mouth of the river. When the brethren in the monastery saw this, they launched some boats on the river and attempted to help those who were toiling on the rafts, but they were overcome by the force of the river and the violence of the winds and could do nothing. So despairing of human help, they fled to the divine. Therefore, while the rafts were drifting out to sea, they left the monastery and, gathering on the nearest rock, they knelt down, interceding with God on behalf of those whom they perceived to be even now in imminent risk of death. But now, the answer to their prayers was long delayed. It was by divine providence, in order that it might be made plain how much virtue there was in Cuthbert's prayers. For on the other bank of the river stood no small crowd of the common people, and he was standing among them. These were watching the rafts on which the monks were sadly gazing, being carried so far out to sea that they looked like five tiny birds riding on the waves, for there were five rafts. Therefore they began to jeer at the monks' manner of life, as if they were deservedly suffering, saying that they despised the common laws of mortals and put forth new and unknown rules of life. Cuthbert stopped the insults of the blasphemers, saying, Brethren, what are you doing, cursing those whom you see being carried away even now to destruction? Would it not be better and more kindly to pray to the Lord for their safety rather than to rejoice over their dangers? But they fumed against him with boorish minds and boorish words and said, Let no man pray for them, and may God have no mercy on any one of them, for they have robbed men of their old ways of worship, and how the new worship is to be conducted nobody knows. When Cuthbert heard this reply, he knelt down to pray to God, bending his head to the ground, and immediately the violent wind turned about and bore the raft safe and sound to land amid the rejoicing of those who were guiding them and left them in a convenient place near the monastery itself. When the country folk saw this, they were ashamed of their own unbelief 
but forthwith they duly praised the faith of the venerable Cuthbert, and thereafter never ceased to praise it. In fact, a very worthy brother of our monastery, from whose lips I heard the story, declared that he himself had often heard these things related in the presence of many by one of these same people, a man of rustic simplicity and absolutely incapable of inventing an untruth.